So I'm back in my uh, pullover. Yeah, you are. You're back in black. Mess. You're back in black. I yeah. am back in black, and I'm 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 not watching it, but I think your Metsies. I think whoever you're starting. We got Hurler a matinee. Is, yeah, yeah. He's throwing a bit. He's throwing a no-no into the fifth. If I, which is you're not you know, supposed to talk about it. Not supposed to talk about I just, it. Did I just did I just screw it up? Eh, you might have, but you know, I, I believe. If are you one of those people that believes you can affect the outcome of sporting events? Because I absolutely am, and uh, and it's why sometimes I have to turn it off. Sometimes why I'm forced to watch like a like a a, a one-goal Stanley Cup playoff game. Um, is something that I feel I have to watch, even though they're mm-hmm. excruciating. Um, and I can, you know, I can dictate the outcome of the match. But anyway, so Ed, you can no, talk I, about I, it. You listen, know, no, I, I hear talk you. I, talk. I, 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 I w- if I were participating, in other words, if I were a player in the game, yes. I, my superstitions would be on high alert. But when I'm sitting on my couch you know, watching Los Mets or the Yankees and, you know, some guy's got a no-no into the six, like me saying that, I don't think, but you know, you get okay. what I'm saying. Like I get, if I, I were a participant, I ain't saying a word. If I'm a voyeur or, or a viewer, so it's a horse of a different color. When you're sitting on your couch, you can yell at the TV set all you want. And, and unfortunately, if you're me, you still think that that works. You know, I don't think we were, you know, seven and two thirds in, I think it was, you know, fifth inning, but does you're right. I should have kept my mouth. I think shut. so. All right. So on this on this day yep. in 1975, the band that you deemed to be the most overrated band of all time released. I think it was their second Aerosmith. album. I might be wrong. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Um, Toys in the Attic. Toys in the great Attic. Great album. Now Toys in the Attic. I say that's a great album. Walk this way. Sweet emotion. By the way, but the song that's sort of go ahead. Well, hold on. I mean, and I think I know where you're going. There's there's a song that that references. No, no, uh, no. I wasn't going to go there. A I measurement was not going to go there. Um, but but so re- related or not related to the song that references a measurement. Um, the album before Toys in the Attic um, uh, is. I think it was Wings, right? It, it it was Rocks, right? Rocks or Wings or I don't I don't know. Actually, I should no. know. I don't. No, I, I think it's Aerosmith Rocks, I think, came out subsequent to Toys in the Attic. And the one before it was really the masterpiece. It was the one in between, I think, 73's release of just Aerosmith with them in the clouds featuring Dream On. Um, oh, and- you know what? So there you go. So it was, you're right. Rocks was the subsequent album in 76, Get Your Wings. So I was Get your wings. right. Get, get your wings. And it's funny because I, I then somehow uh, I superimposed their subsequent album under their one. And I and I thought of the 10 inch and it's something about I thought it was called Get Your Rocks Off. But I, you know, right. I, I don't. That's where your head is at. I should stop talking. Um, no, 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 no. But the song that I was thinking of, it's not that song. Okay. The song that I was thinking of on that album is Uncle Salty. And I Uncle thought Salty. of it because. On the halftime report today, Jeremy Siegel was on it. And every time I see that dude, I get salty as hell. Like he does something to me where, you know, I don't know. I'll tell you what it is. It it gets me crusty. He's a permable. I mean, you know, look, that guy's never seen a stock he didn't want to own or a a stock market because he doesn't really pick stocks. Um, Highly, highly uh, uh, acclaimed and successful and, and definitely... Uh, a, a very credible guy in the market. I want to be careful about what I say, but I, you know, I, I, I do think the guy's borders on, he, he wakes up bullish. 
So yeah, um, you know, maybe I'm that's. Salty. I think that's what it is. And he just, he just, he just frosts me, as they say. But listen, he's a. But meanwhile, he's been right to be. So it's hard. You know, that may make me even more salty. Well, one of the things that I've noticed uh, on Fast Money over the years is, is that we we have guys that come on the show that are either short sellers or guys that are truly fundamentalists, and and they get they get Uncle Salty on us because they 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 feel like you know there's there's just no way to place um, what is a smart cynical view, which often look those are often the smartest guys in 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 finance and in, in portfolio management. It's the guys that are thinking about what's going to go wrong and the guys that are pointing out the, the, the elements of the fundamental story, especially the bottom-up story that is structurally broken. Um, but, but, I mean, look at GameStop today and, and look at AMC. And, and you know, I, I'm walking to go see, uh, walk my kids to the Apple store yesterday because my daughter's new MacBook, like, vaporized. Um, but we had to pass the AMC and my little guy, saw the Godzilla versus King, King Kong sign. And, and I said to him, pal, I don't know how to break this to you. I think they're going out of business. He got, he got very misty because he's a seven-year-old who, who wants to be right. in the theater. Um, and, and frankly, you know, let's not count AMC out, but GameStop, the absurdity is, I, I think uh, uh, Mr. Chewy uh, Cohen is now, you know, I think like he and the GameStoppers have actually kind of won. Because companies like it's holding these irrational gains and it's holding on to that with a fresh round of cash and in, in a secondary at levels that while higher um, still makes it look like a heroic move by management team. And, and if your uncle's salty, um, you're saltier than ever right now, man. So, yeah, I, you're yeah. right. And you know, what's amazing. Just as you mentioned GameStop and, I, you know, again, I don't know if this is coincident or not, but your, your picture went out. Oh. And, you know, we were talking about the police yesterday. And we were talking about spirits in the material world. Well, now there's clearly a ghost in the machine, dude, because you said GameStop, your picture went out. And we probably should leave it there because now I'm scared something's going on. We, we should leave it there. Um, I think, uh, by the way, top bands from Boston, I, I think you, you can't forget about the Jake Isles band and obviously sure. the, the self-titled band of Boston. But I think there's some other ones. And I bet there's some people in the in the Northeast that from Cad that have a view on this. Um, on the way out, Run DMC saved Aerosmith's career in 1986. The, the, the hip-hop version of Walk This Way um, absolutely saved these guys and then gave us a string of some of the worst pop songs uh, that came out in the late 80s. Uh, I'm sorry, guy. That's defensive listening. I'll talk to you later. Later.